Uh, welcome to episode two of Two Tunes Podcast. Episode two tunes of Two Tunes. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're done after today. It <laughs> is it. it is just uh, today. We've um, reached peak so tunage. So before we get into there, uh, do you want to, like, what, do you want to include, like, what we've been doing this week so it becomes a little bit more personal for the, the viewers, the listeners? Um, yes. Yeah? Okay. Uh, what so, have I been so doing what, this week? What Teaching is, school. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I've also been teaching school. But I got a Fitbit, and I've been walking a lot. <laughs> oh, good! I need to do that. I yeah. did that for like a hot minute, like at the like in April. Yeah, I was like, I'm I'm still at home, and nothing's open, and I'm just gonna go for walks and stuff. And then I yeah. did that, and then that stopped. So, so. <laughs> the, the the Fitbit came on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then of course you're not gonna get any steps in when the day you get it, right? But then the next day, no, I guess it was Tuesday. Anyways. So now I've been like looking at it and being like, oh, I've got this many steps in. And then like, so there's a thing where it's like, you got to get 250 steps in at like within an hour. Right? Okay. So it's, 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 it's encouraging you to stand up and move. Right. Sure. Um, so I've been doing that, but what ends up happening is uh, today, mainly just today, I'll walk to the other side of the building mm-hmm. and back. Now this building, it's a high school. It's huge. Yeah. Um, and I'm on one end of the building, like almost the furthest you can get yeah. from the other side of the building. As we are at, our, at my school as well. Yes. Uh, we're both, we introduced ourselves last week yeah. and we're music teachers in the same school district. If for some reason, episode two is your first episode, <laughs> I'd well, encourage you to listen to episode one. You, you, we do encourage you to listen Start to all the episodes. from the beginning. Be a completionist. Yeah, but we should think <laughs> about that every podcast could be their first podcast. That's true. That's just true. like and we appreciate uh, and, and, I, and I still I steal that from Kevin Smith who steals that from from Stan Lee sure he's like every comic could right. be somebody's first comic right. so like you can't just start in the middle of the story you gotta mm-hmm. like okay this is Spider-Man yeah. Spider-Man is this guy yeah here's a story about Spider-Man um, so I will walk across the building and then I won't just like walk the, the shortest distance or I, I so there's like basically two squares think of the eight mm-hmm and then I will walk the eight. Nice. I will walk around. And that's about, like, if I walk just one, the quickest, and then the, the other way, um, it's it's about 700 steps. Hmm. So, like, I end up just doing, like, every time, like, I get up to walk across the building, I walk 1,000 steps. Because I'm just like, I'm going to get to 1,000. So, right now, I'm at, if this thing, this is weird, it doesn't pop up. I'm at 8,247 steps. Nice. Isn't 10,000, isn't that the thing? I, I maybe I think I, I feel like I've heard other people with Fitbits the, the, and stuff. Be like, now 10, my Fitbit is a day or whatever. Yeah, I think it is ten thousand, but mine is is set like it, it'll it'll vibrate and be like you got six thousand. Mm. Woohoo! Nice. Right. And so I think that's dumb, but whatever. That's cool. Even been, though I, have I haven't it. done anything like that this week yeah, yeah, or yeah. ever. So and then it also <laughs> tells me my heart rate, which is the cool thing. Nice. So it kind of sits at eighty something, which I feel is too high, but I'm also thirty nine. Yeah. Question mark. I don't know about that stuff. Yeah. How That's like I've been checking my temperature more often than usual just because like That's you don't different. want to run a fever in a pandemic or whatever. But I, I know that I run low. I'll, yeah. Like I just do. Even though I'm always warm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's like the one thing I do know about my, that kind of stuff is that my temperature always runs low. Yeah. So that's, that's my, what I've been doing yeah. besides teaching music. Oh, I did. So I, I recorded myself singing something last did you? night. Yeah. Cool. So as, so we record on Fridays, at least so far, the first two episodes we've done. Okay. And this coming Sunday, which as the podcast come out, comes out, will be 
weeks past but anyway um this is october yeah the the theater there's a local theater that i work with a lot um keystone theatrics and where where is that located that is located at uh the allenberry resort over in boiling springs is al how far away from allenberry is allentown oh quite far quite far okay yeah. they never moved. they're not the same place they're not the same place which yeah. means one of my notes doesn't make sense oh lovely <laughs> <laughs> anyway so so keystone theatrics um uh, obviously like musicals and plays and things are just not happening now because it's a pandemic and stuff but they've been doing um we did in the summer a few uh very safe outdoor things mm-hmm. um you know spaced far away from one another and then they're starting to do on on various sundays through december um it's called sunday under the stars and it's basically like a showcase cabaret kind of thing where individuals make a video of themselves recording and then they put it out there as like one one stream so this is the disney edition so i recorded a thing for that so i won't spoil it oh in case anybody wants to check it out because you should and and then support what song as well well i can't you know that's what i mean i'm not gonna spoil it You'll, you'll hear it's uh but i forgot it's, it's the new song from aladdin that jasmine sings right oh gosh no it's not <laughs> it's all the music from the new live action mulan right yeah oh wait there is oh, right. no yeah no so i did that but i meant to record it after school yesterday and then it was after marching band rehearsal and i was like oh shoot i forgot about that and it's due on friday so i went into that and okay. it actually came out okay good i thought so good to hear yeah good it's to nice hear. to perform in in any way these days so Okay. Yeah. Support the arts. Support live music. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where there Wherever is no live music. Wherever it can be. No, there's plenty of live streams. There is. There really is. Yeah. Um, and the production values have gone up significantly. Yeah, because they're just like, <laughs> I just don't want to put a phone in front of me. Right. Let me get better sound. Let me by... get a ring light also, and like, let me I get know. decent mics. And yeah, I hate ring lights when I have glasses. Oh, I've never used one. I'm not an influencer like you. <laughs> I'm not an influencer <laughs> either, but I, I teach guitar lessons. Yeah. And and my basement was dark, and I wanted it to look good, so I have a ring light over here, and nice. then I have one that's above me. Oh man, to 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 make me pop from the background. <laughs> I'm I'm a YouTuber now too. Uh, that's true. Of, that's I, true. I, yeah, I've I've done 28 days of uh, a day a song a day. Nice. 28. Uh, I didn't um, realize it was that many. I've been noticing. Like, oh, well, every I mean, day. it's not on Instagram. Like on oh, okay. YouTube. No, but uh, you post on Facebook though. Yes, but that's linked to it's. So there's three, you know, there's three accounts. It's by the hard way. to be so popular, though. I know <laughs> you need a no. social media manager. Oh, I probably do, <laughs> not really, because I'm not really doing anything. So for those who don't know, uh, I've been doing ambient guitar music yes. on. I've been making pretty much YouTube videos. Like that's like the primary. I'm making videos for YouTube's, YouTube, YouTube, um, and I'm trying to do a song a day. And like, at first it was just like, whatever. And then I'm like, maybe I'll focus it into this thing where I took the comic book, uh, Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. Mm-hmm. And then I took the 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 Endless, which is like uh, destruction, dream, death, desire, despair, and delirium. No, there's one more I'm missing. Anyways, there's seven of them. So I decided, ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll do like this, even though like I didn't really think about it at all. Right. Because I'm doing like one a day and then I'm putting it up. So I'm mm-hmm. not really thinking like, what does destruction sound like? I thought about what does destruction sound like, but destruction didn't come out sure. at all. So like <laughs> the name doesn't really. And then I started like, well, I'm going to do cover songs, but like they're weird cover songs. Mm-hmm. They're not really weird. They're like folk songs. I want things that are like public domain, things that I don't have to 
pay rights to. Right. Plus, it's so buried in in ambience mm-hmm. of stuff, so it ends up. But it's called Echoes in the Wellhouse. Yes, without an E in Echoes, because it's like a name, right? Without the second E, there's, there's first no E. <laughs> yeah, it's E C H O S. No yes. E. Wait, did I spell that right? Correct. You yeah. did. Anyways, but there's no E after the H, um, <laughs> because it's like a name. Yeah. But there's no apostrophe. Right. So it's. It's like it's not like Echo is in the Wellhouse. Sure, yeah. but it could be. But it could be. Yeah, yeah. Makes you think. Now that people have stopped listening to this podcast <laughs> about us, talk- <laughs> it's just become us talking about our lives. But yeah, we're doing. Cut- well, it will. Like, sure. There's. It should be. <laughs> they should like, like, they. Eh, whatever. It's yeah. only been eight minutes. That's fair. They can skip eight minutes. <laughs> At least it's not ads. It's true. Not um, yet. Not until we get sponsored. Which I'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're okay. So if you want to email us, it's at two tunes podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or slide uh, into our DMS on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Right now. I think you're our only follower. Cause I also forgot to follow it. Well, I had but to search it and there's nothing there. Yeah. But we're I at two tunes podcast. T W O T U N E S podcast. Yes. Not T O O N. No. Like Scott two network, but right. Two tunes podcast. <laughs> All right. So, um, introduce your song. You'll go first. Well, I, let me. I was gonna say since you already mentioned, like, since this could be somebody's first yeah, episode, yeah. so the the idea is is that um, right. Bo and I each pick a tune, we send it to the other person about twenty four hours in advance. They are only allowed up to three listens, and then we discuss. I was totally gonna break that. That's it. You were gonna could, do more. I, I was gonna do more, but I didn't. Is that because you like it? We'll get there. <laughs> uh-huh. Fair no, enough. because Fair I wanted enough. to. I wanted to. I was looking for something, and okay. I'll, I'll explain okay. when, when we do it. So I'm I'm gonna just give a little bit of background on this before we listen, because I think it helps. Yeah, yeah. Understand Definitely. it. Um, oftentimes, Sobo and I are both music teachers, and and um, in my music theory classes, when we do listening in in the normal times, when we do it more in class and not online, um, I used to give bios about the performers or about the composer or just like a little history of the tune or some kind of something. And my, my students actually asked me the one year, they're like, could you not tell us anything before we listen? Just give us like the name of the tune and the performer and maybe the composer, if that's like a thing, you know, if it's like this composer, but this orchestra is performing it or whatever. They just wanted the bare bones information yeah, yeah. because me telling them things they felt gave it colors it. It did. It, it absolutely does. And so that was kind of their thought on it. And so, but you're going to do that to our listeners. Well, I'm just going to give just the <laughs> just the slightest bit of stuff because because that was the thing. It, it's like a balancing act. I think. Mm-hmm. I think there are times when it's okay just to present it, and then yep. there are times when it's like, if I give you this information beforehand, you may just get it a little bit better. Okay. Instead of having to then go back and whatever. So anyway, this tune, uh, it's it's technically a medley or a mashup, if you will. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. not a mashup because it's one after the other, so it is more of a medley. Um, so Leaving Again slash In the Wee Small Hours by Kurt Elling. Uh, In the Wee Small Hours of the Morning is a jazz standard. Been around forever. I probably yep. should have looked up who wrote it originally, but I didn't. Um, I, I don't have it up, but that's okay. I, I mean, it was, it was got your, stuff. your laptop. But So Leaving Again, the first part of it, it actually comes from uh, Keith Jarrett, who's a, a very, very famous jazz piano player. Um, and actually, some news just came out this week that he may never play again. He had some health issues wait, the last wait. couple of years. Um, hold on a second. Yes. You said, yeah, okay. Keith Jarrett. Yes. Yes. So what, he. What do you want to know about him? Because I did, <laughs> I did the research him? on him. Nice. Well, so. 
I was looking at who played the piano in this piece. Oh, uh, Lawrence Hopgood. Yes, I'm yes. aware of that. Because I thought it was like, well, oh, it was written by this guy. Mm-hmm. So I looked up him. Yes, he's from Allentown. <laughs> oh, who? Keith Jarrett? Yeah, yeah, he's from Allentown. Oh, he's I don't from think I knew that. Okay. Yeah, and in 2018, he had a stroke. Yes. Like two of them. Yeah. And his left hand is paralyzed. Yeah, that like that news like just came out. Yeah. Like maybe yesterday or something. Yeah, it's, it's awful. This was Wikipedia that I found it. Yeah, but so, like the news about it, just okay. like there's just I articles. Gotcha. I think he kept it kind of secret. But um, so anyway, so Keith Jarrett, um, fantastic piano player, but really known for his improvisations, uh, both you know within the context of tunes, but also his own thing. Like he has done entire concerts where he's just making up tunes on the spot. Yep, and and it's it's they're amazing. And so for this, this came from uh, a recording he did um, 1994's Keith Jarrett at the Blue Note, the complete recordings on ECM. So I, I don't know what year the exact thing came from, but he was playing in the wee small hours, but he improvised this like two minute opening to the tune and then drops into the tune. And okay. so what Kurt did and what Kurt has done a lot of times is he has taken um, instrumental things recordings by by instrumentalists and added lyrics to them after the fact it's something called vocalese yeah um, a guy named john hendricks and, and lambert hendrickson lambert hendrickson ross that he was a part of and, and many many others have done that for years and so kurt took keith's version of this sort of intro to in the wee small hours and wrote lyrics to it and then himself went into his own version of in the wee small hours so okay that's that's just the thing to know is that leaving again is from this improvisation kurt added lyrics to it yeah and then it drops into that that makes more sense as far as the uh the credits that i saw in that i'm like oh okay so he um kurt wrote part of it and i was Mm -hmm. like oh he wrote this is like there's two songs on this album that he has writing credit on yes everything else is by somebody else and i believe the other one is also vocalese um, it's it's probably um, oh it's the Ellington tune, I like the sunrise I believe, without looking. Uh, first, I don't know. Is I like the sunrise wait, wait. on this? It's album? um, <laughs> uh, and, and and we will fly. Oh, that one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. The okay, song. cool. All right. So yeah. So let's listen. All right. Now that I've talked about it for twenty minutes. Twenty. It has not been. It's been fourteen <laughs> for the whole thing. Sorry, that's right. I'll go back to the beginning. I'm sorry, guys. Sleeping, waking, crying, leaving again. I just. You, you want to listen to this. I do. I like don't want to talk over it. But we have to. I know. One of the... Kurt's one of my favorite singers. One of my favorite jazz yeah. singers. His, he's just an incredible... Okay. Uh, what, what was it? Where, where I, there, was a, there was a note that I wanted okay, to, to, to play. I was out. just going to say that about Kurt. He's just... His, his interpretation of stuff is so heartfelt and emotional. Okay. In in all directions, whatever whatever he needs to get out of it, he gets it, and like yeah. just even the, like in that first, I don't know what do we listen to like twelve seconds of the thing, like thirty six. I'm, I'm already like, ugh, like I'm just feeling it. Already. It's very good. Um, so I, I have, I guess, I'm gonna say prejudice, right? So okay. I, I go in blind. I listen. Okay. I'm like, oh, here it is. Okay, yeah, didn't yeah. didn't do any research. Just started listening to it, and I'm like, the the beginning part of it, I'm like, wow, his voice is really cool. There's it's only piano. Like the whole thing is just mm-hmm. piano vocals that's it yeah nothing else um which is very very cool uh right 
let me see if this lines up right because we're at 36 seconds and i wrote Mm -hmm. 40 seconds as the part okay okay so that the way that he sounds right there Mm -hmm. he sounds for michael blue Kind of sounds like Michael Bublé, okay. right? I'm making like, faces, which doesn't work for a, a yeah, audio no, medium. It does but, not. Okay. But just just, just like that, that note there, mm-hmm. that's like a tone of Michael Bublé, a little bit. Okay. The way, the, the way that he says that, just that. And then he then he goes into his own voice, right? Okay. Just those two notes. Sure. That's fair. It reminds me of Michael Bublé. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I have an issue with Michael Bublé. Okay. Bublé. <laughs> um, he was on a talk show with Chris Isaac. Okay. Um, and he was... He was saying, it's like, you know, like you're born with it or, or you're, you know, you, you have it or you don't, mm-hmm. which in my mind at that, whatever it was years ago, mm. it was like when he first came out, when he was first doing stuff, sure. he was explaining like why he like was so good mm. and like, it's like, that's great. Like, but no, people can learn. Yeah. People can learn how to sing. Yeah. yeah. Now, maybe like in, in hindsight thinking that like he said, you got it or you don't, the, the got it is the the drive and the determination to do that yes well that's not, what i was gonna not say. the skill maybe but that's what i read it as sure. it's like you can sing or you can't right which there's too many people who believe that mm-hmm. and it's like no 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 no. you can learn how to sing yeah you can learn how to do anything mm-hmm. with enough determination yeah so maybe the determination and supports that. and and resources and like exactly. that stuff too as well but yeah absolutely well but, I, I tell students all the time like i'll take if you've got a ton of drive and heart and, and work ethic and everything else and, yep. like, and you're going to put it in, like I'll take that sometimes over somebody who's just got some skill yeah. and, and none of the rest of that. Because the one with just the skill is going to peak real soon. Yeah. And the one with all the other stuff is not. They're going to just keep going and, and eventually surpass. So, so listeners at home, you, you can do anything you want with enough determination. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll keep going. Uh, but I didn't actually like get that, that buble vibe until mm-hmm. uh in the in the small yeah. the wee small hours in the yeah that okay. song okay i should have this written down somewhere i That's do right. in the in the wee small <laughs> hours which i'm like at first i'm like listening to it and i look at it and it's like i think i've heard in the wee small hours is this sinatra Sup- yep because super sinatra popular did tune that i and, believe he even had an album named that yeah, yeah as well yeah i believe you're so Every so we're back night pretends but none of the other vocal stuff reminds sure. me of Michael Bublé, which yeah. means just like, like I don't, I, I don't dig that style because of Michael Bublé. Okay. Because of him. Sure. Specifically. Okay. And it's just like, I don't like him. For no reason, really. For absolutely no reason. Yeah. But we're not talking about him. We're talking about Kurt Elling. Yeah. But the recording of this is so good. I know. Like, it's so clean and close. It's got that crooner vibe yeah to the vocals yep and it's it's so perfect and i really hope that it it, it was record just a live take wouldn't i surprise hope me. so it would not surprise me because it's so good yeah and lawrence hobgood who's the piano player Sorry, i'll stop it um we're on this they they did I, I don't know the history exactly but they if you go back through most of kurt's albums it's lawrence hopgood is the piano player yeah. And then at yeah, some they, point he wasn't. And I don't know if they had like a falling out or or whatever, but just there was like a, a point where he just wasn't his piano player anymore. And I notice it when I'm listening to to the stuff with Kurt. I mean, whoever he's gonna work with is is great. Like yeah. Kurt works with some of the best people, but but um 
Lawrence is just so he's just got the right touch on everything and he knows when to be big he knows when to pull it back it, 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 like it's similar to Kurt in the way the way he does with the voice stuff and, and on something like this like you're saying where it's just the two of them yeah it just yeah you're getting so much of it I'm loving listening in the headphones I haven't listened to this with headphones in a <laughs> while which is you know good bad whatever it just but yeah. but i you know we always encourage people to listen on headphones because you just get the maximum especially yeah. good ones Th- there's gonna be a thing that i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up at oh the i have end. a thing at the end also is it the same thing is <laughs> it? we're gonna talk yeah. about it yeah but i think it's the same thing yeah which is just like that's the best which is just so cool anyways yeah. uh we'll we'll continue playing cool. this song of summer what? Sorry, I was trying to be slick and not. It's okay. Just Can you talk. bring just the mix of this tune down in my headphones? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, feel like I'm th- talking extra loud to talk over this, top of the tune. This, don't worry about it. Okay, um, we can cut this part out. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Watching lightning over wheat fields through our bedroom window. Those deep notes are nice. And the prairie two seats. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I love the lyrics of this too. Like a little abstract, but yet, yeah, like you, you get it. Um, and as you were saying, it's a medley. And when uh, I was like, I, I think you cheated. You got two songs in this week. <laughs> yeah, sort of. But yeah, it it goes directly in. Do you know where the switch is? Is it yes. coming up? Yeah. Because the transition is really cool too. Yeah. So I'll try to not talk over top of it. But that was something I want to read then about it. I love these chords here. Distance in the voice. And then it resolves a bit, but it's still kind of sad. So that's the end of leaving again. And now we begin in the wee small hours, but they take it in three. This tune is in four, okay. But they take it in three, which yeah. is brilliant. I love the I love the transition. It's yeah, really cool because so then it's also like the weird. Already getting goosebumps on this. <laughs> that transition gets me every time. Wow, that low note, I love it. And then, and he just, and again, Lawrence Hobby, he just sneaks in eighth notes and like just kind of builds it up and adding more harmony and texture and stuff to yeah. it. I listened on my phone, and like, like pretty much first thing in the sure, morning, of course. <laughs> like waking up, like all right, I could listen to this song now, and I'm laying in bed and listening to it. Cool. Oh, it's two songs. That that feel too there, because it's the three, but he's like stretching it a little bit and like fighting with the, the time. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. They, they had to have played this together. You can't get that with with like oh the with, oh, uh, with yeah. Lawrence by himself. No, 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 and for sure, Kurt. for sure, this was recorded the two of them together. Yeah, whether it was like one live take, it was or probably it, one live take, almost it certainly. Was, yeah, yeah, and um, they, they, they were the two that produced it. Yeah. So it's probably sense. just them, them sure. two, and an engineer. Yep. And it's just like, we're going to record. Oh, yeah, let's do that one again. Yeah. Uh, I think, let's do it again. But I don't think that they had to do it more than no. a couple times. Like, unless they like. It's so good. Like, it really is good. Yeah. I, as much as, like, I was like, yeah, not my favorite, but it's recorded well. Mm-hmm. Their play off of each other is really, really good. It's so uh, delicate. And then I, I listened to other songs on the on the record because I was like wondering, I was like, well, it's is a it great all album. This? That Night Moves album, like every track is is great. Yeah. Okay. Coming up on 
melodies here. We'll just listen. Is that what you were going to talk about? The yeah. breath in? I yeah, have the me breath too. In. It just, and it, it, it's the feeling like it's, you know, we talk about music is, is all about tension and release and you, you get the sense that he gets that release there, you know, for good or ill in the wee small hours, it's, it's, it's a beautiful song in general, but like, it's a, it's a sad tune. It's like, you know, in the wee small hours, it's, you're just thinking about that person yeah, and, and you know, you could call them, but like, maybe you shouldn't for whatever reason. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. And then in that opening thing, that leaving again, it's, you know, you can interpret it many different ways, but it's maybe I have to leave and, or you have to leave or whatever. And, and it just isn't working. And, and it's just, it's really something. And then, yeah, he just has that breath at the end of like, yeah, that that's yeah. that's Oof. that's the <laughs> my favorite part is when it ends. <laughs> Not because it's bad, but because of the breath. Yeah, no, it's really cool. I just want to read. Um, this is from the liner notes of Go the album. It. You have this album, don't you? Oh, uh, of course. On vinyl? Uh, actually, no. I I have this. I have a list of things that I'm like I would love to get on vinyl if they exist. I haven't actually checked if this one exists it, on it, vinyl. Nowadays, it, everything exists. Sure. Yeah. Um, but he says about in the liner notes, like where it came from or whatever. And then, uh, or yeah, where the tune comes from. And it says with his usual ingenuity and grace, uh, Keith essentially improvised a new verse for we small hours. And it says it gave me, uh, meaning Kurt as a lyricist, an opportunity to tell a different story with the piece so that instead of it being a lament about having lost someone, it's more about living through the pain of knowing and having love, but not having that someone there to share it, which I think is even more heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> like that, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, what's the, the, the phrase it's better to have loved than lost and never loved at all. Yeah. But he's saying like, eh, it's a little more painful to, to, to know that you could have it and, and living through it and, and the, you know, the breakup and whatever. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's it's one of my favorites. So, but yeah, that whole album I, I really love, and and Kurt, like I just said earlier, he's just a great interpreter of of tunes of of all kinds. So, it's awesome. Yeah, with all this stuff, we recommend you to not only listen to the tune we're talking about because we're talking over it, <laughs> but also like check out you know if you're intrigued by by the artist to check out more. So you were intrigued enough to listen to more on that album. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, okay. I, I like in the. I don't have the record, so I can't look at the liner notes. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I, that's what I'm looking for, really. I'm looking for, like, who produced it? Yeah. Who are the players? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a problem for me coming into my choice for today because sure. there's no information. But, uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, well, Kurt Elling is Vaughn Vocals and Lawrence Hobgood is on mm-hmm. on piano. And then, like, Willie Jones III is on drums. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, that's cool. Yeah. And then I was looking. There was, like, there's a... A string quartet mm-hmm. on track five and eight, and then I think uh, Bob Mincer, the sax player, is on this album. Yes, you were correct on track. Toots Steelman's the um, harmonica player. That was the, like which one was it? I think it was the other one that I listened to was I listened to the Sleepers because I, I'm guessing the lyrics are by Walt Whitman. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so so there's that. That's I listened to that because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Um. I listened to And We Will Fly because it was the other one that was his name was on mm-hmm. as a, a songwriter. So yeah, I'm like, so okay, well, the vocalese. A, a lot I, of, I a lot of, 
this style of music, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is a lot of covers, right? Like you do in the classics. Oh, I'm going to do this song. Right. You're not really producing new music most of the time. Yeah. There are people who are like, oh, I got this new song. But mm-hmm. coming back to Michael Bublé. Because his, his whole deal was like, I'm going to do Sinatra songs. I'm going to be the new Sinatra. It's, and so this is the thing I talk about with my jazz students. Do you classify Buble or do you classify Sinatra as jazz singers? Or yeah. Yes or no? Is it jazz? Well, sure. <laughs> but is it jazz? So this is the thing. But, but we've had this discussion almost every year. I have this discussion with my students. And it's like, it goes back and forth. And there's people within the, well, the thing. That, the you know, the yes reason that no I'm saying whatever, and, this is jazz is because yeah. on... All my information is from Wikipedia. It's not mm-hmm. a good source. Sure. They even say it's not a good source. But it's like under genre. It's like vocal jazz, right? Yeah. You're but talking that, about Kurt Elling? Or yeah, yeah. I'm looking okay. at this, right? Like yeah. this. Kurt Elling, is a, to me, is a jazz singer. Yeah. And I think it has a lot to do with interpretation of stuff. Yeah. Like there are people that can sing a quote-unquote jazz tune but not be jazz singers. Yep. Totally understand. Yeah. Okay. I don't really consider Frank Sinatra jazz, like, right? Uh, he's a pop singer. Yes. yes. Totally. Pop it's just but it also depends on the pop time. in the 40s and 50s exactly. was also where, jazz. Where Buble like, is redoing that. Yeah. He's just like, I'm going to... And he's not vocal jazz. He's Sinat- whatever Sinatra was, because yeah. that's who he wants yeah. to be. Well, if you Which look at Buble's like original stuff, too, it's it's pop. It's just pop music. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 By the way... Somebody's um, trying to call me. I <laughs> it's my daughter. <laughs> Decline. By the way, Buble, great entertainer. I've I've seen him live, okay. and he's a fantastic entertainer. Yeah, and I, a friend of mine, Lauren Batley, shout out. She um she sings with him a lot, like backup stuff, and yeah. and she's fantastic. Did you um, did you see that one time? That it, this this episode's called Michael Bublé because we just keep coming back to him. Um, there was a time where there was like this this woman in the crowd, and she was. It seemed like he was she was heckling him. Okay, and and then. He comes down and is like, oh, your your son can sing. Oh, that's so nice. Like, nice <laughs> on you. It's like, oh, you want him to come up? Uh-huh. Okay, I have him come up. And then he's like, oh, you wanted this song? And he's just like entertaining this. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, this kid's going to suck. Like, yeah. th- he's got that in his mind. And then, like, th- they start the song and the kid sings. Uh-huh. And then Michael Bublé is just like, oh, my God, this guy can really sing. <laughs> and you could see the shock on his face. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my God. And then the mom's like, yeah, I told you. <laughs> I told you he that's can funny. sing. I'll That's... tell you a Michael Bublé joke uh, <laughs> off air then. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, the the next song. Yes. Um, so as as we've kind of not really established, I, I like to find new, like brand new music, yeah. like music I've never heard. So which means you've never heard. Right. Um, and and maybe like I'm actually gonna next week's gonna be completely different. I'm gonna okay. go I'm gonna go back to the vaults, like something that I loved, but like it's weird. And I'll explain okay. why yeah. next week. So tune I have a in, kitties. Of, I have a couple of like new things on my list as well. Yeah. I've been making so like so. your two tunes for the first and two second tunes. episode were from the early two thousands. Mine were from like last week, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like like uh, Bright Eyes came out maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. And this one came out on October 16th. Mm-hmm. So there's no information from it, uh, for it. It's uh, Matt Berninger. Mm-hmm. Who I looked up and I was like, oh. He is the lead singer of The National. Of the National, a band that um, I know of, but I don't, I probably can't say I've ever actually listened to them. Very true. Same for me. Interesting. Um, I would have paid you I, well, for I've, sure. Well, I've listened a... to it. I've listened to it. 
because there was like, oh, the new national came out, like news of like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And it was like the album that's like black on black. It's like a house or something. Okay. I'm, like re, re I'm remembering yeah. what the album looks like. Right? Yeah. So that's that. And then like, this just popped up in my feed, okay. which is like, like new music. And I'm like, oh, I'll listen to that. It's this new record. Okay, yeah. cool. So I started listening to it and I'm like trying to find something that I'm like, I really want to dig into this. And I really didn't find anything mm-hmm. until this song. And I'm like, then I like really dug into it. Um, and it's called Silver Springs and it features Gail and Dorsey. Um, it's like halfway on the record. So like midpoint okay. as far as the album goes, which is called Serpentine Prison. Um, and normally like when I dive into songs as maybe like, maybe this might be a recurrent thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I like production and, yes. and keeping, there's actually, no one's going to be able to see this except for Mr. Bittner. That's, it's funny because of like our backgrounds and like also yeah. what we are reading to now. Like, so you're all about the production and, and that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm into like the harmonic stuff yeah. mm-hmm. and, the, and the weird melodic stuff yeah. or just like the anything kind of related to theory. Not that you're not, but that's, yeah, yeah. that's the stuff there's, that I latch on to. We're interested in the same things, but we go the opposite way yes. as far as certain things. Yep. Like we're both interested in theory. Mm-hmm. We're both interested in production. Yeah. But I take the production side more mm-hmm. because that's more what I teach. Yeah. And you take the jazz or the, the theory side. Yeah. Well, and you can say jazz, but it's because it's yeah. just more about harmony. And but there's this book that I got uh, called The Addiction Formula. And it's it's about um, creating uh, it's, it's lyricless storytelling. So how can you tell hmm. music? with no lyrics mm-hmm. how can you tell a story tone poems and stuff sort of this or... is this is using all like just pop songs though Oh, okay so it, it's very like pop oriented mm-hmm. but it's like you know like in the second verse you got to add something mm-hmm. it can't just be the exact same thing right yeah there's new lyrics but it's still the same melody yeah. what are you going to do that's different so a lot of my stuff is like how do you change over time mm-hmm. because when you're writing songs it, normally you write like maybe two or three parts um, that's what I do when I write mm-hmm. um, real songs. Not mm-hmm. my not my ambient music echoes ambient in the noise. wellhouse. Um, <laughs> um, you know, you write a verse, you write a chorus, and then you write the third part, which should be the bridge, and then right. you structure it together: verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Yeah, that's it. Like there you go. Stick There's a song. Sticking an intro, maybe an outro, or whatever. Exactly. And really, the intro is just like we're gonna play this the verse riff without lyrics, right. and the outro will just be the same thing, right? Yeah. Like n- not hard. It's mm-hmm. not hard. It, it's a formula that worked, has worked for like since Elvis, yep. um, the beginning of the record industry, right? Uh, so it works. But then mine is like, okay, well, you can put it in that formula, but how do you make it interesting over time versus it's just not like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. And then that becomes a, a, just a larger block mm-hmm. that then, oh, you're repeating this. And like, you don't repeat, like just a lot of like rules of like, how do you keep things interesting? Right. And for me, the interest comes in what is different from verse one to verse two? What is different from chorus one to chorus two to chorus three? Mm-hmm. What is going on with all this stuff? Yeah. And uh, I guess our theme today will be uh, what happens at the end, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. uh, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. So um, I love this guy's voice too. Yeah. So, so here's the the start of it. We'll start it. It's uh, Silver Springs by Matt Berninger. 
I'm pronouncing it wrong. I know I am because <laughs> I watched a podcast and they pronounced it and they spent a whole 15 minutes trying to discuss his That's name. That's funny. So now I'm mispronouncing it on purpose, kind of. All right, here we go. I wrote down country question mark because I wasn't sure what, what like what this was going to be. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't so, look up who he was until so after I listened. production wise, it's on your left side, right? It is. There's a tremolo. Ooh, now we got now we got a different guitar. The, or it's a not guitar, bass, but like a there, low. Yeah, it's, it's a low. It's pro. I mean, I don't know if it's acoustic or if it's still electric. Yeah. But now, oh, we've got two guitars. Yeah. And there's toms in the center. So production value, tremolo guitar on the right or the left, sorry. And then um, non like cleanish guitar yeah. on the right. His vocals are a little to the left as well. Yes. And then like these toms, right? So like not really a lot going on. And it's just really cool. Yeah. That, that that's going on. The tremolo guitar goes on the whole time. Now we're adding piano. Don't cry. And a kick drum. Don't try. Still haven't heard a snare so drum yet. Hard. Right. Don't right. So, yet. Don't so you got Tom's kick drum. So it goes, it, it moving to get a little bit bigger. Um, with the this line right here in the Silver Springs. Okay, and then the second verse. Oh, what we do? Oh, we change the singer. Yeah. Okay. She's great. She is. And she's got a heck of a resume, too. I looked her up. Yeah. It's uh, uh, Gail Ann Dorsey. So there, leading in. What? Can you pause for a second? Yes, I will. Because we're coming up to a thing I want to talk about. Okay. I don't have the timestamp in front of me, but you do. Uh, yeah, we're at 135. Yeah, at 144, I think. Okay, well, I'm going to go back to the... Just a little bit uh-huh. further than that. But g- what were you going to say? Uh, j- so, okay, a couple couple things. So my first, that when that intro comes in, I'm like, is this going to be a country tune? Because okay. it kind of has that, you know, like the st- almost pedal steel oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind thing of. going on. Okay, I should explain what tremolo is. Yeah. So tremolo is you are adjusting the volume over time. So um, just to, right now, take your... Your volume knob, and as we're talking, turn it up and down, <laughs> up and down, yeah. and you'll notice that it gets louder and it gets softer. It gets louder and it gets softer. Um, so that's a tremolo, and mm-hmm. it's it, it's one of the first effects that they put on guitars. It was tremolo and reverb. Yeah. They were built into amplifiers, which is funny because like tremolo is also an effect on, not an effect, but like a playing technique on other things. Yeah, and it's yeah. not exactly that. It's almost like a really wide trill, in a way. Are you thinking tremolo or vibrato? No, tremolo. Okay. The reason... The re- <laughs> <laughs> that was the best silence From going ever. back and forth between A and C, that's a tremolo as opposed to A and B flat, which would be a trill. Yes. Tremolo is volume. Vibrato is pitch. Yes. In, in, in guitar terms. In guitar terms. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. In guitar that's, terms. That's, I'm just... Now, uh, Leo yeah. Fender fucked that up i'm now swearing Uh oh gotta put the e on here (laughs) maybe uh and flipped him around so he Uh called the vibrato uh so on his amps vibrato is 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 volume okay and then it was a tremolo bar which was the pitch on a Uh guitar the whammy bar the whammy bar yeah as but yeah anyways back to the song yeah 
I'm gonna play a little oh, bit. Oh, uh, also, I totally get like Leonard Cohen vibes. From oh yeah, two. totally. So, as soon as he came in, I mean, the voice is not anywhere close to <laughs> Leonard Cohen because no one's voice is like Leonard Cohen's. But but yeah, like, everyone's just, better. Than well, sure. <laughs> but but as like a songwriter, as like a mood setter and all that stuff, like that's that's how I regard Leonard Cohen. Yeah, like I have more books of Leonard Cohen's poetry and writings than I have his albums. And he's not. He's <laughs> not. He's not a musician. He's he's a poet. Right. Set to music and set yeah. to music. Yeah. Um, so the thing, oh, but did at, you name at 144, I think it's a 144, maybe okay. 133. I have that walk down. They just do this like drag triplet, like oh, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. So, it's, it's different. Because I was going to mention like going into the second half of the verse. Think here it comes. Oh, no, yeah. that that's the up. It, no, it's no, no. it's, it's going it's coming in, up. It's going into the chorus. So yeah, that which is similar to what you're gonna do which i, I guarantee it, you're gonna talk about going into the third mm. these days the sky's gonna rain so why are you crying so yeah going into the chorus yeah. is the part you're talking about in the dandelion right here yeah now that. that's just on piano Mm-hmm. just on piano yeah. now this is the second chorus. but that's exactly what you're talking about like doing things differently that yeah. was not done in, the in first... any way the first time through yeah they just i guess without going back and analyzing or whatever i'm assuming they just go right to that chord instead of walking mm-hmm. it down into exactly that. and just like the... like we just talked about going up that da 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 mm-hmm. they don't do that in the first right they did in the second and yeah. these are like little things that like are leading you into mm-hmm. so it's like you know, it's like, oh, I, this is kind of the same thing. Oh, what was that? New? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then you're there for a little bit, and then it's like, da da da. And then you're like, oh, it's cool. Now we're yeah, yeah. now we're here. We're in a new place, even yeah. though it's the exact same place. Down, grow up, so here, like, nothing's really changed as far as between besides the vocals, right? Get out, which I think here. From home, no, no, they'll never so that line, they'll never understand you anyway. In Silver Springs, Silver Springs. you know what? Let's add two more measures to this piece right here. Right here, they'll never oh, and we'll harmonize it too. Right? Yeah. So, like, they added two more measures, and then, like, a little bit of dissonance in the pianos, pianos. harmonica. Right, like it's so cool, yep. and then yeah, you kind of get like a country western. Yeah, vibe, totally. Right? Yep, and it's so far away as well, which plays into my love of uh, spaghetti western music. Okay, so yeah, I forget what, the, what Marconi. Uh, Morricone, yeah, yeah. Ennio Morricone. He's so good. Yeah. And then our horns, horns with that walk down yeah. that they did before. Don't cry. Yeah. Don't try so hard. Don't suck. And this is this is the chorus, but now it's both. Those voices. lyrics don't suck, don't die. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna start using that in like marching band. <laughs> don't suck, don't die. All right, don't suck, don't die. Yeah, have a good run. I love. I mean, it's it's a trombone and a trumpet. Yeah. And they're panned too. Mm-hmm. And then there's that harmonica again. I mean, just love it, everything about this. Silver Springs. And then that. Just kind of like exhaling mm-hmm. through the horns, like the whole time, and then a little guitar solo lead. Yeah. And, and, oh, that let's do a little piano lead. Now. I, th- I I forgot to mention. I think that there's they finally get to the snare drum in the third. 
Uh, oh yeah, I didn't even course. notice. I'm gonna go back. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, there it is, right there. Yeah. So you finally get a but snare But even drum. the drums, it almost sounds like the type of thing, like sometimes they'll put like a cloth over the snare drum or something just to kind of dampen it. Yeah. So you get that snare hit, but it's just not, it's not intense. Yeah. yeah. I really like that tune a lot. Um, I am, uh, like wrote down, like I'm intrigued to listen to more. Like I want to listen to more of this album. Mm-hmm. I'm going to jump over the national. I So I, I had to look up... Um, I was like, man, his name sounds familiar besides being from the National because I didn't know that without yeah. Googling it. But I was like, wait, didn't I just listen to something with him? So Mike Birbiglia, the comedian, has been doing a podcast called Working It Out. Yeah. And it's he's just working out new material and like talking to mostly talking to comedians and stuff. But he did an episode with his wife, who's a poet, and Matt Berninger and his wife, who's also a poet. And I think she writes or like co-writes a lot of the lyrics for the national yeah, um, and stuff. And so it was just really interesting to hear that. Usually it's Berbiglia talking to other comics and they like bounce jokes off of each other. And then, and they did like a little bit of that, I guess, but then it was more about like the wives and like Jay Hope Stein and, and I think it's like Cassie. Oh God, I should just look up her actual name. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to go off. But it, but it just was interesting to like hear them talk about that and like the process of working out lyrics and, and, and like co-writing lyrics and different things. And that's and cool. It's, it's interesting. It was very that's, interesting. That seems like a really interesting podcast yeah, to listen to totally besides was. this one. Besides two <laughs> tunes. Um, so I didn't realize that I had heard his work before. Oh, okay. Um, so I watch a lot of television mm-hmm. or when I have time. Yeah. I've been kind of I mean, slacking. same, but I, um, so I watched this uh, AMC show called turn which was about the uh, the first American spy ring. Ooh, interesting. It's really cool. Yeah. Like, and you kind of uh, a lot of the 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 Karen or Corinne Besser. Sorry, is his is his wife's name? Okay. Corinne Besser. Um, but he, him, and uh, Joy Williams, who was in Civil Wars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Love Civil they Wars. they did the the uh, the theme song. Now oh. I've only really, really, really heard like the first verse okay. but i'm gonna play it here because okay. you know i have it up there's snakes in the garden is that him that's him okay. blood on the van this sounds like a civil wars yeah type two. i mean she's gonna come yeah. in real Every soon time I slip away. this also has leonard cohen vibes yeah yeah it feels like a crime. Sorry, you're getting three tunes this week. <laughs> so, like, that's pretty much like all yeah, yeah. I've heard of the song. Uh-huh. But it's like just him's like blood up, like really, like the crooner yeah. vibe that, uh-huh. that we were talking about in the in the other song. Um, where, by the way, people who don't know what crooners are, um, it's it's a style of singing that was only possible when they when the microphone was invented yeah because you would sing really really softly mm-hmm. and the only way to do that with a band is with a microphone it's the amount of nuance and stuff yeah it's needed. it's very very soft and and like up, up close microphone ish mm-hmm. so that you could you could do all the stuff that like you know like what billy eilish is doing yeah which is very similar to, mm-hmm. to that kind of idea of like she sings really really soft mm-hmm. you cannot do that yeah in a big band setting without right. a microphone. Right. Right. Like yeah. you need to be big and over the top if you want to be competing with a band behind you. Yeah. Um, so got any more? 
No. Any more tunes? <laughs> I mean, I got tons of tunes. <laughs> Same. I got tons uh, of tunes. No, that's that's kind of all I had. I just I just like the tune. It's it's simple. It I feel maybe that's the theme for the day as well, is like simple and yet complex. Yeah. Like I mean, obviously the 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 instrumentation and the texture gets a little more complex as as this tune goes on. Yeah. But like even still, it's still fairly simple. Like okay, so there's two guitars. Doing. Yeah. Uh, maybe a bass. I don't really. Think I think a there bass. there is. It sounds almost like acoustic bass. But even like when I mentioned it at first, I think it's just like boom. Yeah, yeah. I boom. I you think that, like that every now when when the other guitar comes in on the right side, that's just like you know like low E. Okay. It's not a low E. I know that yeah. because I try to figure out these songs. Yeah. Um. Because that, and I was like trying to figure out like, well, how would you play this? I think there's a capo on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, you know, two guitars, there's piano, there's a drum set, but it's not really like probably played with mallets. Right. Um, and there's a harmonica and a trumpet and a and, and a trombone. And the only yeah. reason I know that besides listening to it was because I was like trying to find who played on this? Mm-hmm. And I don't know who the players are. I, yeah. I wrote down like who I saw in pictures holding okay. instruments, right. right? But um, and this was written by um, uh, Matt Bear, Ber- Berninger, yeah, Berninger, mm-hmm. and then Sean O'Brien, and then Harrison Whitford. Okay, those three, and they basically, who are they? uh, <laughs> they're people. Sure, Harrison Whitford. Uh, I started looking him up. Uh, he he writes similar acoustic. Okay. I was just, stuff. assuming that they're just like songwriters, like yeah, they're mostly, well, they're like musicians just, who I mean, just, just like helped I mean, out. Yeah, and then, and I be I believe they probably played on it. Sure. Oh, and this was um, well. this was uh, where are you? This was produced by Booker T. Jones. Oh, cool. So there you go. Yeah. And he may have played keys on it. Okay. So I don't know because yeah. there's no credits whatsoever. That's, I was just like lamenting this fact, I think last week with my students. Um, we were talking about John Coltrane and I went in in my office in my record collection and grabbed Blue Train because that was the tune we were listening to. And I grabbed that album and it's like, hey, you know something that you miss by only streaming things? Yeah, yeah. The back of the album or the insert or the liner notes or whatever. All and, the information. Like all that stuff. All of it. And there really needs to be like an internet movie database that is that for yeah. records. So uh, uh, people from the Ground Up label, mm-hmm. um, Snarky Puppies label that they have, Michael yeah. League and stuff, they just within the last couple of weeks were like, I don't know if they were starting the movement or they were just part of this movement, but basically the whole thing was like on their Instagrams and stuff, they were listing. Yes, yes. Just not even like liner notes like the Kurt Elling one where like, here's where I got the inspiration and blah, blah, blah. But just like, here's the players, here's the engineer, here's the producer, yeah. here's where we recorded um, that kind of stuff. I, there's some kind of like. It's a Grammy thing. It, it happens it is every year. Thing. Yeah, it okay. happens every year and it's giving credit to the people who you don't see. Right. Um, I forget. there. It's But it, it's put. It's kind of started by the Grammys, kind of. So the the Academy of Arts and Sciences is that it, or is that the is that the? Uh, it's something along those lines. Anyways, yeah. uh, it's it's who puts on the Grammys, the Recording Academy for Arts of Arts and Science. Yeah, something like that. So the Recording yeah. Academy, it's them who are trying to get more behind the scenes people credit, mm-hmm. right? Because we've lost that. Yeah in the in the day of streaming mm-hmm. um i even feel like it how how difficult is it for somebody in spotify's offices apple music's offices to like put that in there when you listen to the thing that should just be like I, an extra thing you can click on that album you know what i mean there there is that so there is metadata that is on that on records or on you know attached to that okay. information that they're sending 
But if Apple or Spotify, I believe one of them actually does it, mm-hmm. does give you that information. Okay. I but there's, use there's Spotify, a, so I haven't found it unless I yeah, just haven't searched enough. Yeah, there's there's a, a website, I believe it's called allmusic.com, that mm-hmm. tries to you know give credit where credit's sure, due. Yeah. But it's more user-submitted right. data instead of that, where that really matters. It really matters, or at least to me, it matters that like who recorded it, who is the producer, who is yeah. the engineer who worked on these things because they made choices that you have no idea about. It's not yeah. just Kurt Elling. Mm-hmm. It's not just Matt Berenger. It's yeah. not just Cardi B, right? Like, right. like Cardi B didn't, I don't know. She probably didn't do anything. She probably has songwriting credits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. Um, just cause you changed a word doesn't mean sure. you get a third <laughs> because nice. that's a songwriter saying change a word get a third interesting yeah where it's like just because you were in the room shouldn't really mean that you get right writing credit yeah if you really didn't participate yeah well my my thing with all this stuff is like when i was in high school college and whatever and buying cds and stuff the Uh one the one well a couple of the things that i would like was uh to see who the players are uh, especially on jazz albums, because it's like, who else? Okay, it's a John Coltrane album, but like, who are the other people? And then follow that thread of who the other people are and, and listen to their stuff. And yes, whatever. exactly. And, then, and actually, that's how I got uh, Harrison Whitford. I started listening to okay. some of his, his yeah, stuff as well. Exactly. And like, and so like with, so he's not listed on, because I listened to this on Spotify, he's not listed there, but Gail, uh, where's her name? Uh, Gail Ann Dorsey is because she's the other singer. Because she's the So you singer. can click on her name and go from there. And that's yeah. great. But like, that doesn't always happen. And sometimes it's even just like, oh, the guitar player from this band is on this tune, but he's not listed. And I don't know he's from that band, but man, I really like that guitar player. So who is that? And if I knew if there was metadata, or if there was something I could click on, then I could jump to it. You know, that's just, that to me is the thing that's missing. The other thing I really miss about not having liner notes is this especially was true in like the punk scene in the thank yous, yeah. they would thank all the bands that they would like go on tour with and yep. that they would listen to. And then, you know, you would go 15 year old them. me goes to the record store and I'm like, Oh, MXPX. Thanks. 90 pound wuss. Who's that? Well, I knew who 90 pound wuss was, but you know what I mean? Like, or, or like mustard plug or something like that who yeah, I didn't yeah. know. And I'm like, well, who's that? Okay. Well, there's yeah. their album for 10 bucks. I'm going to pick it up because mm-hmm. I can waste 10 bucks on an album. That's maybe not good. And like, Oh shoot. Now I like mustard plug or whatever, you know, yeah. just as an example. So that's, yeah, just old men railing against <laughs> making mighty <laughs> the march of time. <laughs> All right, so that's our episode. Cool. Uh, we will see you here next week or yeah. next episode, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you want to suggest songs uh, or chime in, if you have more information on this stuff, yes, please yeah. inform us. We'll read whatever we get. Uh, our email call is us out on we made two tunes on. podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at Two Tunes Podcast, and well. leave us a review in whatever search or pod catcher that you're. Yeah, wherever on. you get podcasts. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll I'll know what we are. Anyways, cool. goodbye. We don't have a sign off, right? We don't. Okay. Not at all. <laughs>